I'm going to turn things back over to Mr. Mark Weber for hour two of this morning's edition of Garden Talk. Good morning. Are you prepared? I am prepared. We have got two phone lines right now. We're going to talk about plants in the greenhouse. We're going to talk about mulching and so much more on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group, Ohio. This is WHIO's consumer warrior, Clark Howard. Beware scam artists in Dayton. I'll find you out. This is WHIO meteorologist, Kirsty Zantini. If weather breaks this hour, we will break it. And you're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. And a good Saturday morning to each and every one of you. And thanks for listening to Garden Talk right here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is a show all about helping you with your yard gardening and landscaping challenges. And what we do here on Garden Talk, ladies and gentlemen, is help you have the best yard and garden and landscape ever. 457-1290 is the number of the dial. If you would like to be part of Garden Talk, we would love to be help your Saturday morning along. And most importantly, we're here to help you today. Let's head right to the telephone lines at 457-1290. And by the way, Garden Talk's all about helping you. Um, I've done this for 28 years, and I love what I do. And most importantly, I love to help you. Um, I'm a board-certified master arborist. I'm also a certified professional horticulturist. I'm with a company right here in Dayton, Ohio, called Mark Weber's Landscaping. You can learn a little bit about, about our firm at www.weberlandscaping.com. And uh, without further ado, let's jump to the telephone lines where we can help so many people today at 457-1290. And let's go talk to Bill in Centerville. Bill in Centerville, good morning. Hey, good morning, Mark. How are you? We are wonderful, good sir. How can we help you today? Well, uh, I, I grow. I keep a lot of plants in the house in the winter time, uh, and the ones I can that are not traditionally house plants, I move out on my patio in the spring. This year, I bought a small five by five greenhouse, uh, which I just put together and, and uh, moved most of my plants out there and then you're pointing out that the weather's going down the temperature's going down to 27 tonight i wonder if i made a big mistake and should bring them all back in well what kind of plants do you have in there <laughs> oh i i've got i i really've got some uh, poinsettias i kept from christmas i've got uh, some wandering jew uh i actually have some spider plants um a variety of things like that. They're indoor, outdoor could be either. Okay, I would say anything it, with the time type of temperatures that they're they're calling for. I would strongly urge you um, to 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 clearly get these plants under protection. Okay, I, I hear myself in the background. Yeah, I'm sorry. I I walked the other room where the radio was on. Yeah, you need you need to get these plants in protection, okay? Okay, so they're not going to make it tonight if I don't bring them back in. I they're going to get they're going to get post toasty fried. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> yeah, don't 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 take a risk on that. And and and, and remember it is only March, okay? <laughs> I know it's been a really really long summer, a really long winter, but you need to be, you know, you know, realistic here about something. When I'm, I'm going to say this is that there, we have something called the frost-free date in Ohio, which is May about around May 15th. Mm -hmm. So just keep in mind that you know having um, a frost-free date means it's not safe to put plants out until that date. Mm -hmm. Okay. Does that make okay. sense to you? Yes, it okay. does. Okay. It does. I guess I was premature. I wanted spring to come sooner than it should. Oh, it'll be, you know what? It's okay. Let it develop. Okay? We Think of it this way. I know people who live in places like like Southern California and South Florida who will tell you one of the things they miss the most living there is the change of the seasons. Right. And I've I have heard them say that time and time and time again. 
And so right. let's let's be really clear here. We we have a blessing here in Ohio and we have a blessing in Indiana and Kentucky and the other adjoining states. We have changing seasons. It may not be what we really want sometimes, but at least we have the opportunity to um, enjoy it. Okay. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. So I wish you the best, and I I hope your plants make it through the cold snap tonight. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, and thanks for being part of Garden Talk. Okay. I listen to you every Saturday. I, I feel honored, sir. Thank you so much. All right. Bye bye. Four five seven twelve ninety. Let's talk to Steve. And Steve is in Miamisburg. Steve in Miamisburg. Good morning. Good morning, Mark. How are you? Just fine. How are you doing? I am blessed to talk to you. How can I help you, sir? Well, this isn't so much for me, but it's for the company I work for. Uh, they plant. They have probably a couple of hundred trees that they've planted around their building, and. Over the years, I've watched them mulch these trees. Uh, usually they have an employee do it, and they've gone up five, six inches or more with mulch. And I know that's, that's bad in itself, but now they are hiring uh, a company to come in, and they're going up 12 inches with mulch on these trees. And I would, if I had to guess, I would say every year about 10% of those trees die, mm-hmm. and they're going back in, replacing them, and going right back, back to mulching them again. I've talked to them and told them that, you know, the two best ways to kill a tree over time is to top it or to put volcanic mulch it. And they just, they, they, they say they know what they're doing, and I'm thinking, well, that's, I mean, it's their who, money, but... Uh, who says, uh, they, know, who says I, they know what they're doing? Is it the business? Well, the, the, the highest boss says he knows, knows trees, and I keep thinking, you shouldn't be losing that many trees then. <laughs> okay. Can I, can, I, 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 can I try I, to I think, convince them No, 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 should. and I, I appreciate your passion. Let's kind of talk this through, okay? First of all, you know, Science has shown us that when we apply too much mulch to a tree, meaning we put mulch up against the tree stem, it will cause harmful effects to the tree. Um, And what I would suggest is if you go to um, um, treesaregood.org, and I believe there is a, uh, uh, yeah, there's a really nice tip sheet called Proper Mulching of Trees. And you could print that out and take that to the boss, okay? Okay. And it goes through okay. what happens when you improperly, you know, mulch a tree. One is is this, if the soils are wet, will lead to excessive moisture in the root zone, can damage the tree. Placing mulch up against the trunk of the tree or stems of plants can stress the stems out and lead to the development of diseases and in insects. But most importantly, something called stem girdling roots. You know, and that's what happens. Proper mulching, as as as, as this document has, um, you know, it'll tell you you should have no more than two to four inches of a highly decomposable mulch, and it should be you know no closer to the stem of the tree, no closer than twelve to eighteen inches. Now, right. I will tell you that you know when I drive around Dayton, Ohio, I very rarely ever see that, and I've been talking about volcano mulching probably since the beginning of time. I feel that old sometimes, but, uh, but you know, it's kind of like, uh, but you know, when the tree gets in trouble and you go to their yard and you look at it and you tell them what happened and they go, I didn't know that. Even though some guy's been on the radio for 28 years and been talking about it, obviously they, they heard about me from place. So they obviously missed that part of the broadcast. So at the end, right. end of the day, at the end of the day, if you want to kill your trees and commit uh, uh, Trevorkian uh, uh, assisted uh, assisted um, um, suicide to your trees, put mulch up against their trunks. That's simply, that's the truth of the matter. And, right. and, and sometimes, unfortunately, in our society, people don't want to listen to what the truth is. And the truth, science tells us what we're doing is a wrong practice. Okay? Right. So don't oh, don't mulch, don't volcano mulch. That's the, the real, real, you know, say no to volcano mulching, but go to treesaregood.org 
Download that, that document on proper mulching and take it to the boss. But don't lose your job. Right. Don't lose your job over this because it's his no, money. And no, it's his money that. anyway. He's the one that's really being being being, you know, uh, really the the bad the bad manager. In fact, you know what's funny is I just looked at this document. It was actually when it was originally printed. When's that? Nineteen ninety eight. Wow. Think about it. Think about it. We've been talking about volcano mulching since nineteen ninety eight, and this is two thousand and what, nineteen? Yeah. <laughs> What's that, 20 years? Yeah. 20 years, and we still don't get it right. And for anybody that hires a landscaper, and the landscaper puts mulch up against the trunk, trunk of the trees, fire them, okay? I'll say that again. If your landscaper puts mulch up against the trunks of your trees, fire them. They are doing you a disservice. Now that I got everybody mad at me, it'll be okay. They've been mad at me for 28 years, so it's really okay. Steve, I think take good care, okay? Okay, thank you, sir. They say no to volcano mulching. All right, bye-bye. Hi, Jesse. How's it going? Say no to volcano mulching. I know. I, I'm never touching volcano mulch ever. That's a bad thing. <laughs> There's two places in this world for people that uh, do bad things to trees. Where? It's, it's called tree purgatory. Oh. Yeah. You know, if you volcano mulch your you trees. You go to tree purgatory. Or if you top your trees, there's a place in purgatory for you. So is, are you talking about, um, I was I was interested to this because I will mulch at some point mm-hmm. uh, this spring. So you just leave at the base, you leave like a spot around. About a 12 uh, to 18 trunk. inch spot. Okay. In fact, what's interesting is studies have shown that when mulch is directly um, over what they call the, the very base of the tree, it actually slows the rate of water that reaches the tree. Okay. So what research is showing is that if you want to develop a root system, you have that mulch begins about 12 to 18 inches from the very base of the tree out. In other words, you draw a straight line, 12 inches, 18 inches out from the very side of the tree out. That's where you begin the mulch. A lot of people go, well, that doesn't look aesthetically pleasing. Trust Mm me. It doesn't matter. The whole idea is, is to improve the health of the tree, not to kill it. Yeah. And this whole thing, like, it, and this place right here that we're at is horrible with it. I mean, <laughs> I was, was going to say, it doesn't look like you that You come outside. to work, you see it. It's terrible. It's simply terrible. It the, looks nice, though. <laughs> the, building manager sh- the building manager should get this tip sheet, okay? <laughs> Print it out. I will. You don't volcano mulch. I'm sorry. But, you know, like I said, it's been published since 1998. And we still do it. I've never... I, I'm trying to think of my dad. I think my dad left a gap. I would. I won't say it's 12 inches, but yeah. when dad mulches, I think he would leave a, you know, just a. He would mound outside the base of the tree, probably six inches. And, and what happens is when we put that mulch up against the trunk of the tree, a lot of the trees have what they call lenticels, mm-hmm. and that's a place where gases get exchanged out of the mm. tissue. Okay, so we think about it. If somebody put mulch over your head, yeah, could you breathe? Nope. You could not. Neither can the tree. Okay. The second thing that happens is because certain species of trees, um, when that area is covered over and then the tree moves back and forth in the wind, there's an airspace that forms between where the trunk sits and the soil and the mulch is. Mm-hmm. That will force the tree to think it's being suffocated. Mm-hmm. The tree in response will grow what they call adventitious roots. Those adventitious roots will follow that airspace around the trunk of the tree mm. and put a chokehold on it hmm. and girdle it huh. and kill it. That's crazy. That's weird that the tree kills itself. It does. <laughs> it does. Because the trees, you know, the trees survival. Trees are designed to survive, okay? Mm-hmm. They've been around for 500 million years or right. more. right. You know, they've genetically evolved over the over the millennial and they've, they've designed themselves to manage bad things. Mm-hmm. Okay. So bad things happen, they want to live, mm-hmm. and they'll do anything they can to live. And one of the things that they do is form these adventitious roots in certain species. And they'll literally kill themselves in the process. Hmm. So the bottom line is don't volcanic mulch. Will not happen. Okay. Weather. What are we looking at? Uh, severe weather today, nope, or nope, just rain? I. I mean, I don't even know if we'll see exactly thunderstorms. Just mm-hmm. steady rain throughout the day. Very, very spring-like weather. Then we get quite cold. 
tonight. How cold? How cold's cold? Um, into the mid to upper twenties. Ouch! Tonight, and once again, we get into the mid twenties tomorrow as well. Tomorrow, like the following morning, Monday morning, and then we shoot straight up, and we'll so, be warm for a while. So March came in as a lion; it's leaving as a lion. Yeah, I get, well, this is <laughs> this stuff is quiet. This isn't bad. It's just going to be. I mean, it's 20 degrees below the average, but it's real quick. It's like a snap, and then we're yeah. back into the warm. And we'll actually be above the average, you know, as well, we good. go towards good. the end of the week. Well, growing degree days, we're about where we should be for this time of year. For a weather perspective, it's been extremely normal this spring. Yeah, we're like, not, we're not, we're not, and I like it when it's a little cooler. Mm-hmm. Because it allows everything to kind of evolve gently. Yeah. It what gets scary is of what we had some of those years where we were like ninety degrees in March. Yeah. It's never good. Yep. It's never good. Jesse, thanks for stopping by. You're welcome. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. No AM, volcano mulch. No volcano mulch <laughs> on AM twelve ninety and news ninety five seven W H I O. It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather and traffic, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 1959 was a very special year. Do you know why? Hi, this is Randy from Green Velvet Sod Farms, and this year we're celebrating our 60th year in business. Green Velvet's founders, Ray and Mary Tischer, planted the seeds that would become Green Velvet on their farm near Bellbrook back in 1959. Over time, as the farm grew, our customers asked us for additional products to help grow and maintain plants in the landscape, such as grass seed, fertilizers, weed killers. And what was a small sod farm back in 1959, today grows over 700 acres of instant lawn sod and distributes a wide range of turf and ornamental supplies, serving the needs of landscape professionals throughout Ohio. Put 60 years of experience to work for you. Our team of turf professionals can provide you with solutions to all of your needs in the landscape. With four locations throughout Dayton and Columbus, the Green Velvet Advantage is not far away. Check out our website at greenvelvet.com. And remember, it's easy to be green with Green Velvet. Spring savings throughout the store at Mark's. Fresh and delicious Smithfield boneless pork tenderloins are just $2.49 a pound. And Pierre's homestyle ice cream in assorted varieties, 48 ounces, are only four for $10. Don't miss this hot deal. Dole chopped salad kits are only two for $5. From bag to bowl, chopped salads let you create what you love and are now just two for $5. Stop in now and grab these spring savings. What's better than getting $100 to switch to Jackson Hewitt? Getting $200 to switch. Say goodbye to your old tax service. Switch to Jackson Hewitt and get $200. You get $100 when you file this year, plus another $100 when you file next year. So go to Jackson Hewitt and ask a tax pro for switch and get $200 today. Each year, minimum tax prep fee of $150 applies. Mention this ad and file with us. $100 on a Walmart e-gift or prepaid card. Not valid with any other promotion or discount. Participating locations only. See jacksonhewitt.com. David Cemetery has been serving the families of the Miami Valley since 1826. Families often remark that pre-planning was the greatest gift a parent has given them. Act with love, plan ahead, and talk about what you might want. Help your family by relieving the burden of difficult financial and emotional decisions during a time of grief. For more information, call 937-434-2255 or go to davidcemetery.com. David Cemetery, generations of care. Welcome to Tire Discounters. Oh, hiya, Phantom. Hi, Mike. What's new, as they say? Well, it's tax time. Ever thought of sprucing up the Phantom Mobile? I go for function, not style. But now you can save up to $220 on select tires and custom wheels. Well, let's try it. Mike. Phantom, it's breathtaking. You can't tell it's the same car. Well, it still says Phantom Mobile on the side. Right now at Tire Discounters, you'll save up to $220 on select tires and custom wheels. Springtime is here, which means the threat of severe weather. WHIO is the only radio station in the Miami Valley with meteorologists monitoring local weather 24-7. From Springfield to Trotwood and Tip City to Xenia, keeping your family safe is our number one goal on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. A current... Oh, good morning. Uh, Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. 
rain likely throughout the day today. If you have any plans, make sure you grab the umbrella. We're looking at a high temperature of 58 degrees, breezy throughout the day. A cold front passes by, steeply dropping those temperatures in the afternoon and evening. As we go into the overnight hours tonight, we could see a few snowflakes before the precipitation is all said and done. Tonight's low 27 degrees. We're starting off with clouds on Sunday, ending with sunshine but much colder temperatures. High of 39 on Sunday. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar shows overcast sky conditions. And like Jesse just mentioned, we've got rain coming. Right now, there is a big glob of green that's just crossed over the Ohio-Indiana line. 54 in Eaton, 50 in Troy, 54 in Wapaw, Canada, 53 in uh, Urbana. On the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and garden talk, AM 1290 and News 95.7, WHIO. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, AM 1290 and News 95.7, WHIO. For 28 years, we've enjoyed every spring together here on Garden Talk, and we're glad that you are part of this week's edition and uh, give us a call, 457-1290. Javon's at the helm over next door. He'll get you on the air with me, and let's go talk to Jerry. Jerry, good morning. Good morning. How are you today? I am great, Jerry. How can I help you? So a couple weeks ago, maybe a little over a month, I bought a uh, white onion at the grocery store. Okay. And it got lost in the pantry. <laughs> and when I finally found it, it had a green stem coming out. Yeah. And my uh, my ten year old daughter just I don't know if she actually was serious or just wanted to have a little fun. She asked if we could plant it. So I got a pot and a uh, I got some topsoil, and we planted it in the house. And uh, it got me wondering, you know, what's actually going to happen with this? Thing? It's going to bolt. <laughs> okay. How big is it, round wise? Uh, it's uh, I'd say just under the size of a softball. Yeah, what's going to happen is it's going to grow some great foliage on it. And by the way, that foliage can be cut with your scissors. Makes wonderful green onions, by the way. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's that's a trick. Uh, my wife thinks I'm really cheap sometimes. Uh, <laughs> I'll do it in the wintertime. I'll actually take an onion and I'll set it on a little basket by the stove. And mm -hmm. I will allow it to grow out of top. <laughs> As it grow on the top, I'll take scissors and I'll cut it off the top to put it in the food. And it's like having fresh uh, chives, so to speak, um, to put on food. You know, onions yeah. are onions are. Think of an onion as it, it's a bulb. Okay, it's a, it's mm -hmm. it's it's in the grass family. It's a bulb, and that little bulb inside of it has a growing point that uh, you know the the whole idea is for it to survive. And so the way the onions grow in nature is they grow and then they multiply with little bulblets along the sides at the base. And then they grow. And then the mother onion, so to speak, dies. And then the little babies grow on to grow after that. Okay? Okay. You have a good day, sir. And Jerry, thanks for your say? call and thanks for being part of Garden Talk. More Garden Talk will continue after this on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather, and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 7.30, I'm Jonah Adi with a WHIO News Update. Our top story we're following this weekend. The Mueller report could be released as early as mid-April. Some want that to happen sooner. We got the latest on that coming up. Plus, a man is accused of sending nude photos of himself through Snapchat to two Centerville teens. The latest on that investigation. We're tracking rain on the radar this morning. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. Well, WHIO triple team traffic. We're not seeing any major slowdowns on those freeways at this time, but we are seeing a few accidents reported. We got a crash at Philadelphia Drive at West Siebenthaler Avenue, plus a crash on northbound 75 at the Main Street off ramp and an, an, another accident on northbound 75 at the State Route 4 on ramp. Now, our top story in Washington, we're getting word that Congress, as well as the rest of us, could see a version of the Mueller report by the middle of April. Attorney General Barr says it could come earlier. 
But the report, which Barr says is nearly 400 pages long, will be redacted to protect sensitive sources and methods, ongoing investigations, and information that could violate personal privacy of third parties. Fox's Jared Halpern says Democrats are still pushing for an April 2nd deadline. Well, a Cincinnati area man is accused of using Snapchat to send nude photos of himself to two Centerville girls. 24-year-old Scott Reed will be arraigned on April 15th for those charges. One of the victims is 12, the other 13. Investigators say he sent the photos between July and November of last year and tried to get one of them to engage in sexual activity. One of the victims identified him through a photo lineup, according to court documents. That's WHIO's Sean Cudahy. He says this case stands out as cops are not always able to recover photos from apps like Snapchat since they're designed to instantly delete after being viewed. While updating a story we're following, a man is facing felony trespassing charges after a dad in Miamisburg says he caught him standing over his son's crib. 37-year-old Justin Sherwood reportedly left his phone and glasses behind after that dad ran him out of his house back in February. Cops quickly caught up to Sherwood, who said that he had simply entered the wrong home. Sherwood has been held in Montgomery County Jail and will be arraigned on Tuesday. With the most accurate and dependable weather forecast is meteorologist Jesse Mag. Showers likely throughout the day today, possibly a thunderstorm or two. We're going to be actually ending as snowflakes later today as colder temperatures move in, but we'll top off today with a high of 58 degrees. Cold front dropping those temperatures, those showers coming to an end as we go towards the midnight hour. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. A latest scan of the Doppler 7 radar shows rain incoming to the Miami Valley and some scattered showers sticking around right now, seeing uh, what looks to be stronger rain sticking north of I-70 primarily, but that's working its way into our area. It's 50 degrees in Troy, 55 in Springfield, 56 here in Dayton at 733. I'm Jonah Adi, WHIO Continuing News. 1959 was a very special year. Year. Do you know why? Hi, this is Randy from Green Velvet Sod Farms, and this year we're celebrating our 60th year in business. Green Velvet's founders, Ray and Mary Tisher, planted the seeds that would become Green Velvet on their farm near Bellbrook back in 1959. Over time, as the farm grew, our customers asked us for additional products to help grow and maintain plants in the landscape, such as grass seed, fertilizers, weed killers. And what was a small sod farm back in 1959, today grows over 700 acres of instant lawn sod and distributes a wide range of turf and ornamental supplies, serving the needs of landscape professionals throughout Ohio. Put 60 years of experience to work for you. Our team of turf professionals can provide you with solutions to all of your needs in the landscape. With four locations throughout Dayton and Columbus, the Green Velvet Advantage is not far away. Check out our website at greenvelvet.com. And remember, it's easy to be green with Green Velvet. Hey, you frustrated because you're trying to sell your home, but all you're getting are excuses? Hey, Sean Hannity here to tell you about one agent right in your backyard that could guarantee to sell your home at a price and deadline that you agree to or she'll have it bought for cash. I'm talking about Tammy Holmes of HER Realtors. She services the entire Dayton area, attracts hundreds of buyers every week, and sells a home on average every 24 hours. Now, I've talked to a lot of agents and invested millions of dollars into real estate, so believe me, I know one mistake can mean losing a lot of money. Tammy spends thousands of dollars every month to attract hundreds of buyers, which helps homes sell fast and for the most money. Now, you risk nothing since at any point, if you're not happy, you can get out of the contract free and clear and pay nothing. But trust me, that's not going to happen. Call Tammy Holmes at 937-506-0500 or online at DaytonGuarantee.com. That's DaytonGuarantee.com. And consider your home sold. Hi, I'm Chris with Heater Plumbing. Most plumbing companies, including ours, sold water heaters with a standard six-year warranty. No matter what brand we tried, we noticed the water heaters just weren't lasting the way they used to. This isn't fair for our customers or our reputation. We jumped from manufacturer to manufacturer to deliver a better product but ran into the same reliability issues. Recently, we partnered with State Water Heaters and are proud to offer a factory direct out-of-the-box 10-year warranty heater. This includes installation. Before now, we had to pay extra to upgrade a six-year warranty heater, but now with state water heaters, the 10-year warranty comes ready to go out of the box. We are able to install state water heaters for close to and sometimes even less than what the six-year warranty companies are charging. When you need a water heater, day or night, go to heaterplumbing.com and give us a call. That's H-E-E 
terplumbing.com when you need a water heater. Call Heater. See website for details. This is Clark Howard here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Did you know you can get our latest news flash briefing on your smartphone or iPhone? Use the Google Assistant app and say, play WHIO News. How can you grow a better lawn? Let's go in the grass with Randy Tisher of Green Velvet Sod Farms on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Happy spring, Mr. Tisher. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it. Although uh, I got snow in the forecast tonight, so, you know, winter's not completely gone. It's all right. It's just letting us know that we're having a slow, nice spring. We're warming up a little bit, cooling down a little bit. It's okay. It helps the grass grow. Yeah, really, uh, from that perspective, it's been pretty good. Uh, pretty good and actually probably a pretty normal uh, normal spring so far. Knock yeah. on wood, maybe it'll stay that way. So, you know, Randy, you, you, you wrote a great, 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 great blog post about spring seeding and don't make uh, mistakes. Let's talk about that. Well, you know, we've, uh, we've been talking about seeding uh, bare spots in your yard all, all winter long through dormant seeding. And, uh, and you know, it's typical, uh, Mark, most of our, our listeners, uh, well, not most, but there's a lot of people that procrastinate. And, and we're seeing a lot of real damage to lawns coming out of the winter, uh, probably more so than, than normal. And there's a lot of demand right now, a lot of people interested in trying to repair the lawns. And if you didn't do a winter dormant seeding, you're into a spring seeding. Uh, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's probably, in my book, about the third best time of the year to seed. But, uh, you know, here we are, almost the 1st of April. And if you've got damage to your yard, if you've got bare spots and you've got to, you've got to do some seeding, uh, uh, you can still do it, but you got to be careful because uh, I, I've, I've ruined a lot of people's uh, uh, plans this week by asking them one question. And I've, uh, I've said, now you're going to do seeding. We talk about the seeding, what seed to use, and what the seeding rates, all the stuff, everything. They're all ready to go. And then I ask the one question, have, uh, has, has a pre-emergent been applied to your yard? And... Uh, and more often than not, I'm afraid, uh, at least this week anyway, most people said, well, yes, uh, you know, my lawn care company was just out, and they, they put down the first step, the pre-emergent. And, uh, and, uh, and I, that's where I, I ruin their day when, when I tell them that uh, unless they put down a, a very special type of uh, uh, herbicide, most uh, traditional uh, pre-emergent controls that are put down this time of the year for crabgrass and foxtail control don't know the difference between that crabgrass and foxtail seed and your grass seed. So it, it takes you out of the seeding window. It takes you out of the ability to do any seeding for at least six to eight weeks, maybe longer. And uh, that'll put you into, I don't know, May and June, and that's pretty late to do seeding. So uh, still a great time to do seeding here, early April. The earlier the better. Uh, but just make sure you have not put down or you do not put down traditional broadleaf, uh, uh, not broadleaf, but uh, crabgrass and foxtail pre-emergence. Yep, because nothing's going to work otherwise. You're right. Now, there are, there are some, you know, technologies today that, uh, you know, our old-fashioned friend, uh, Sidgeron, 2%, uh, that's still available. Um, mesotrione is now uh, uh, attached to starter fertilizer, fertilizer particles in a starter fertilizer, and and that is a that is a, a chemistry that lets you control crabgrass and foxtail without hurting the the grass seed that you plant. But uh, but you got to be real careful. And uh, you know not every yard gets a lot of crabgrass and foxtail. So if you want to do seeding and haven't put down that pre-emergence, uh, use a good starter fertilizer. Uh, get good seed to soil contact. And this time of the year, you're going to have to scratch that ground up a little bit. Uh, you can't be uh, like we are. Uh, that's why I love dormant seeding so much. Mother Nature sort of plants that seed for you uh, with the freezing and thawing of the ground. But we're we're out of that now, and uh, you've got to do a little more work to get that grass seed established. But uh, you know, my take-home uh, lesson today is, you know, if you're going to do seeding, do it now. Don't wait. Don't wait. The longer you wait, the more difficult it is, because everything's going to get warmer. 
all the all the other weeds and grasses in your yard are going to compete with that grass seed for space yep. in your yard, and uh, and it's just the longer you wait, the more more problems you have. Mr. Tisher, as always, we thank you so much for your participation in this uh, this broadcast, and uh, I hope uh, you have a a good day. I know you probably wish it wasn't going to rain, but um, <laughs> well, um, <laughs> yeah. If I had my druthers, I would. Uh, I wouldn't mind a few. Although well, the next week looks dry, and uh, we're going to start uh, start harvesting sod uh, like crazy here next week. As soon as uh, our fields dry out from this weekend rain, and uh, you know things are coming around, and we're celebrating 60 years. In I heard that. Year. I mean, that's just that's just utterly remarkable. I well, it um... is, and uh, I, I've been I've been here for all 60. Uh, but, uh, you know, that's sort of cool. My mom and dad, uh, came up with this wild idea back in 1959 and, and, uh, it's, uh, it's still here today. And it's absolutely remarkable. I, I, and it's probably one of those things where you're probably setting yourself thinking, how did I ever do this? Well, uh, you know, the time flies. I can, I, uh, I look back on it all and it seems like yesterday in many respects, but, uh, you know, my, 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 my job here is to keep it going for another 60, Mark. So uh, I got my work cut out for me. <laughs> Mr. Tischer, as always, I thank you so much for your time and um, keep it going. You're doing a great job, sir. I'll do it. Talk to you next week. You bet. Bye-bye. You've been in the grass with Randy Tisher of Green Velvet Sod Farms. Our Ask the Expert phone lines are open to answer your gardening and landscape questions. Call Mark Weber at 457-1290. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Attention, attention, Garden Talk listeners. In a roughly one hour... 60 minutes will be what plant I am with a $25 gift card to know what at stake. If you know what plant Mark is, 457-1290. Right now there are three open lines, not not two, three at your convenience to talk to a board-certified master arborist, a certified professional horticulturalist, and a guy who loves to talk about plants, weeds, dirt, fertilizer, and why we should never, ever, ever volcano mulch our trees. 457-1290. Let's go talk to John. John resides in the great city of Kettering. Good morning, John. Yeah, hi, Mark. I uh, have Iowa junipers that were planted by the nursery that grew them here locally. What kind of junipers again? What kind? John? Hey, John? Yeah. What kind of junipers? Iowa. Iowa's. I, okay, I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't hear what you said. I'm sorry. All right. And um, anyhow, so I got 40 of them that were planted as a perimeter hedge, and they've done pretty well. They were planted at six feet back in May of 2016. But they're growing taller than I would. I'd like to consider just topping the top six inches of the shoot that's going straight up. And I wondered... If that's a good idea or not, um, dim like them down. So in other words, you want to you want to reduce their uh, height. Is that what I'm hearing? Control it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you can do in that particular, um, you can come in there and shear them. I'm just talking about cutting off the top shoot, like. Yeah, you can shear them down. You can reduce the height by shearing them. Yeah. And that can be done now without any problem. Okay. Just, just what I would though recommend is to shear the other sides of the plant equally. Because I, yeah, I'm not. Because what's going to happen? Let me explain what's going to happen. If you take just off the terminal part of the plant, you're going to cause the sides to grow more rapidly. Because you're going to create what they call, you're going to lose the apical dominance of the plant. Meaning that plant's design is to grow straight like an arrow. Okay? All right. And by doing an equal pruning, you are going to balance out the hormone flow, so to speak. And the plant will grow equally that way. If you take out the top, like you're saying, just a little bit of it, 
that's going to force all kinds of side growth. Kind of think of it this way. What triggers plants to grow in most cases is something called auxins, okay? And they are hormones that trigger bud development and growth in plants. So if you take a plant that's strongly what they call apically dominant, remove the apical dominant, most dominant part, which is the central leader, you therefore create all kinds of branching with the other nearby leaders, which will cause the plant, one, to lose its original form, but two, will cause it to get extremely bushy. Okay, does that make sense to you? Yes. Okay. Does that help? Yeah, how, how tall might I expect these to get if I just let them go? You mean you don't know the answer to that one? Well, 10 to 20 feet is what it says in the <laughs> Typically about 15 to 10 is, yeah. is the typical okay. height of them. But, right. you know, that's, but let's, let's really be frank, okay? If it stops at 15 feet, let's say that theoretically, if you, if you follow what the literature says, does every plant stop growing? Does it? Well, I wouldn't think so. And if it stops growing, what happens? I'm, I'm asking an intellectual question here. If a plant stops growing, does the plant live or die? <laughs> Doesn't so sound good, doesn't it? It does no. That's my point is yeah. a plant has to conduct photosynthesis and it does that by growing. And the idea that we human beings think that it hits a height and it stops doesn't work that way, okay? It's a, it's an evolving entity. So for example, if if you know if you look up the literature, it has ranges for how high things get. I've seen some literature on Iowa juniper that puts it somewhere between 10 feet to some places, say, 40 feet. It could be anywhere in that range, okay? And a lot of that depends on the site, the soil, the weather, and how, how you manage it, okay? Okay. There's no such thing as a dwarf plant. That's the, the, the take-home message. Nothing, in the world of nature, nothing stays stagnant. Nothing, okay? All right. All right, sir. Good luck to you, okay? Bye-bye. 457-1290 is the number of the dial if you'd like to be part of this morning's broadcast. I would love to talk to you. When we come back, we'll be taking your calls and so much more on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. When you're driving to work, you ever wonder, is this as good as it gets? Are all these other people going somewhere better than I am? If your job feels like just a job, it's time to explore what we offer at Dayton Progress Corporation. We are a reputable, locally headquartered global manufacturing company, and we are looking right now for people who want to pursue a career with us. If you're looking for a great place to grow with excellent pay, benefits, 401k, a retention bonus for the first three years, tuition reimbursement, and bonus programs, then apply in person Monday through Friday, 8.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. at 500 Progress Road in West Carrollton, or email Email us your resume to jobs at DaytonProgress.com. Remember, this is not just a job, it's a career. Hi, I'm David Turpin, president of Dayton Progress, and I'm speaking to you today about the wonderful opportunities that await you at Dayton Progress Corporation. Start your career with us now. Dayton Progress is an equal opportunity employer. Stockslager's Greenhouse and Garden Center invites you to celebrate our 60 years of growing for Dayton, the Miami Valley, and you. Growing beautiful plants and flowers that help you begin each day with a smile. Grown by a family and staff of professionals who know what you want. Quality brands that you trust. The Stockslager family and the entire team thank you, our customers, for growing with us for 60 years. Stockslager's Greenhouse and Garden Center. Baby boomers have shared their frustration about how much tax they pay. Let me reverse that for you and put the emphasis on saving taxes. This is Chuck Oliver, founder of the Hidden Wealth Solution, and I've been helping clients for over two decades to get their retirement on track and avoid the tax traps. 
Daily, I see clients paying taxes needlessly instead of maximizing their financial future. Learn how to save unnecessary tax and optimize your retirement. Visit retirementprotected.com, retirementprotected.com. Score huge savings during Cedar Hill Furniture's March Mania sales event. Now's the time to upgrade your home court with slam dunk savings for every room in your home. Get your winning deal today. At Wild Birds Unlimited, we are your backyard bird feeding experts. Got squirrel problems? We can help. Blackbirds taking over? We know what to do. Wild Birds Unlimited. Visit us online and in the Voice of America Center in Westchester or in Springboro next to Dorothy Lane Market. I'm meteorologist Kirsty Zantini. And I'm Clark Howard. We here at WHIO are actively working to keep your family safe. Safe from scams. And safe from severe weather. You can depend on AM 1290 and News 95.7. WHIO. Hi, everybody. It is 7.52. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. Rain likely throughout the day today. If you have any plans, make sure you grab the umbrella. We're looking at a high temperature of 58 degrees, breezy throughout the day. A cold front passes by, steeply dropping those temperatures in the afternoon and evening. As we go into the overnight hours tonight, we could see a few snowflakes before the precipitation is all said and done. Tonight's low 27 degrees. We're starting off with clouds on Sunday, ending with sunshine but much colder temperatures. High of 39 on Sunday. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar, ladies and gentlemen, shows a massive amount of rain heading our way right now. It's pretty much a big glob of green in Indiana. A lot right now, all of Dark County is covered by that glob of green. And there are some areas within that glob of green that are bright yellow to orange. So it's some heavy stuff. It's currently 56 in Dayton, 50 in Troy on the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and uh, garden talk. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Expert weekends, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Garden Talk starts every Saturday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern, and we hope to goodness you'll join us because we do more on this show than most in three hours. And uh, we'd love to talk to you as well. 457 1290. Let's go to the telephone lines and do what we do best, which is help you. Let's go talk to Jane. Jane, good morning. Good morning, Mark. How are you? I'm I am blessed, Jane. How may I be a service to you today? I just bought a new house and um part of the thing that attracted me to the house was the landscaping and the lot. Has a lot of beautiful mature trees and shrubs. And one of the um issues that I'm having now or the concerns is that I really want to have all of these items checked. I know one of the trees in the front yard is really large. I, I'm not real sure the variety at this point. I think um, maybe sycamore, but I'm not certain. Okay. And it has some dead branches in the top, some broken branches. I've had a couple people stop by the house with their, you know, leave me their business card offering to trim the tree. I really would like to have one thing too. I apologize. Let me back up. I I understand that the house was built by an arborist, so I think that lends itself to the um, fact that it's so beautifully landscaped, and there's such a nice variety of um, the way everything's laid out so beautifully. And I'm excited for spring to see how everything comes to life. Okay. But I really want to. I'm trying to figure out what type of professional to call. Um, I don't want to have just somebody who has stopped by the house and dropped off their business card to come and, and butcher these trees. I want to have somebody who knows what they're doing, who can talk to me about the proper way to care for these plants and, um, you know, keep them healthy. And I have a, a one shrub in the front yard that is leaning really badly, and I'm hoping to save it and be able to stand it up. It's leaning on to... Um, or really in the way of the driveway as where someone might park in the driveway. So it's, I just have a lot of questions and I, I want to know. I, 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 I can tell. <laughs> I, I, don't I, can know, tell. I don't know who to call. Okay. Well, let's, let's, two different 
Well, let's let's begin with who you need to call. You need to find somebody that's qualified. Okay, that's the first thing. Qualifications are about education, training, and certification. Okay, and in the world in the world of of trees and plants, the most highly qualified individuals are people that are typically certified arborists or certified landscape technicians and there's all different like like doctors lawyers and, and accountants there's all different types of them okay and when the world is certified arborist you can find yours at a website called treesaregood.org and actually you can type in your zip code and see who practices in your area and then from that list you'll find board certified master arborist and you'll find certified arborist and everybody has their own specialty uh in the world of land landscape escape escape and professionals there are people that are what they call certified landscape technicians so the Ohio nursery landscape association or is one example of a trained horticulturist or somebody who went to a place like i did ohio state and got a degree in horticulture um, that's, that was, you know, horticulture is a little, however, horticulture is kind of broad and spanning. Arboriculture is more specific to trees and the management of the trees, but there's a lot of arborists that also do a lot of plant health care stuff involving landscape plantings as well. Does that make sense to you? It does. So and then, and then, and then the trees. last, and the last thing that yeah. needs to be said, I'm running out of time. Okay. One of the most important basics of understanding your site is the soils in your site and the conditions in which you're growing. So in other words, you want to establish that relationship like you have your relationship with your family doctor or your lawyer, or your accountant. And I what I mean is that when you build that relationship with that person, it means you work with that person, that person you know, helps help you manage your landscape. You you know use you would utilize them to help you decide about tree branches to cut, which trees to remove, and you have a committed relationship with that person. And the idea is that when something goes right or wrong, you celebrate it or fight it together. Okay. <laughs> okay. And 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 one of the most common mistakes that I see is people who. Um, utilize people just because the basis of price and then they call a guy like me to come mix fix their problems after they paid somebody a lot a little bit of money thinking they saved some money in the end they've spent more money than they really needed to spend because they got screwed up in the first place okay okay, okay. have a great day bye-bye well, folks, that'll wrap up, up for hour number two. Stand by for what plan I am in hour number three. We got nearly a full phone line bank at 457-1290. So the first half hour, we're going to spend talking to you about your questions and your concerns at 457-1290. And I think in the last half of the next hour, we'll do what plan I am on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.